Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up, Bay Area. This is amazing. With Sarah and Vinny. You stole the car and let that guy drive? Alice at 97.3. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. Happy Friday, you guys. It's mm-hmm. so exciting. Every week, this special day comes rolling around, and we celebrate, and Vinny's hand is up. He probably has something incredible to say about Friday. No, I just have... Sorry, I have to change subjects real oh, quick, and then we'll get back do. to your okay. Friday celebration. Can I ask you a quick question? What is it? You do foods. Good. Or you do food. or I do enjoy eating, if that's what yes. you're asking. Yeah, you're a good eater, right. I am a good eater. Thank you for noticing. Why am I so offended by the strings on a banana, even though they're made of banana? Because they're gross. Yeah. They're oh, gross. you I- also... Yeah. You peel those things down. I just I was just eating a banana mm. and I could tell that bite had a piece of string in it. And it's I actually, like part of the peel. Uh, to yes, me, it's exactly. like rindy taste. It's I, a little bit I different. Pe- I pulled the string out of my I was like mm. and then I went, God, it's banana. And yet I went in for it and pulled it out of there almost surgically. In order to not make it to make sure that that's the banana string did not get down my my throat and into my tummy. I feel like that is a a, a fairly common feeling okay, about good. the banana strings. And but I would like to put that out to our listeners eight hundred four hundred three six nine seven. Please, or maybe it's not the banana string that bothers you, but it's the apple skin. I don't know. Well, like maybe there's something about fruit that bothers everyone. No, it's the outer peel of the banana. It's there's certain like, things about like, all kinds of fruit that are bothersome. It's the same though, with like a, an orange. You don't want to eat the outside of an yeah, orange. Yeah, you'd get as much like of nice that bitter, off as you right? can, that rind. Mm-hmm. I also feel like when I bite into a blueberry, it's like a tick exploding in my mouth, so I don't like those. Yikes. I never yeah. thought about that. What? Those are, oh my those are problems God. When have you ever had a tick in your mouth that you'd just, actually... It's what I imagine it would be like. Oh, now we can't. Can you... I got to bite down on that now there's like skin. For the record, look it up. Double Blueberries are so good for you. Like, really, so you don't want to put a yuck on a blueberry because they're so 
That's a superfood. Blueberries. Yeah, if, if only they weren't so super squishy. Ooh. Come on. Super yeah. ticky? No, thanks. Yeah, like a like, tick. Like, like it feels like a big fat plump tick. Oh, God. Like, oh, God. And then it All explodes right. well, in your sorry. mouth. Well, sorry. I just, like, I, I, okay. <sighs> this part of the show is brought to you by the Saturday morning special. I'll tell you what's not going to be on the Saturday morning special. Special. This, this special. <laughs> the TikTok. That's because we were talking tick. Get there. Oh, uh, like that. that what, I, what I did there. But I'm bummed. Thank you. It's the perfect way, the Saturday morning special, to catch up on all the best moments. Not those ones, but the best ones of the past week. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or tea or, you know, whatever your morning drink is. Make yourself a smoothie with blueberries. <laughs> and tune in for a bonus day of Sarah and Vinny every Saturday from 6 to 10 a.m. Just nice. It's like our little weekend gift to you. Good news. My friend Steve said his 21-year-old hipster daughter says slay, so it's still it's still in play. Oh, oh. great. The word slay. Even though I my kid's not pulling it off cool. at all, it's still out there. Very cool. <laughs> um, Fire Festival. Remember when that was a disaster? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then people went to jail over it, and Ja Rule went away, and then there were like documentaries about it, and then this guy gets out of jail, and he's like, I'm going to do another one. <laughs> I'm doing Fire Festival too, uh-huh. and everyone went, "Yeah, okay, bud, whatever you say." And then he did do it, and he sold a hundred and ten million dollars in presale tickets so far, or so he says. Oh, I don't understand me. You know, there are people with money who are willing to throw it away just to see what will happen. So I can imagine there are people who would go, you know what? That thing made the news, and I would love to be there TikToking from the next debacle. So maybe that's it. Who knows? It's possible. It's quite even at the very lowest level. It, and and uh, I guess you'd also have to get yourself to the Caribbean island. Um, the tickets are the lowest level tickets are $2,500. And there are tickets that are $1,022,000. So. Two levels, a couple levels in between. So, so Fire Festival 2. Uh, Billy McFarland is the, is the guy's name, not to be confused with the other McFarlands of the world, the Seth of McFarland fame. Billy McFarland is the guy behind the Fire Festival. And he, it was, he, he put, it was going to be Ja Rule's Fire Festival, but this was the guy, sort of the mastermind, and he's the one who did jail time. He announced yesterday that this sequel, Fire Festival 2, I have dates, I have all this stuff. It's all getting ready to happen. He says that he, he's he got a website up. I looked at it this morning. It's got all kinds of details about getting these tickets. Although the pre-sale's over now. It ended on the 27th of February. Um, he says he's made $110 million. Like $110 million worth of tickets he's been he's sold. The tickets start at $2,500 a piece. Um, there are, there's just all these different levels though. So there's VIP and by the way, it's fire festival Two final presale VIP, $5,000, uh, artist pass, $50,000 Prometheus pass. That's the one million twenty two thousand fifty seven dollars and six cents. <laughs> so these ended on the 27th, but then I scroll down a little bit and they're having a fire Miami slash Florida Keys weekend, then that's happening like next weekend. So I don't know if people are right now heading there to participate in this. And this is also very it's it's expensive, but I I'm gonna say it must be it must be sold out. It's like forty two hundred dollar per person. Flights, lodging, activities, group parties, group meals included. Separate restaurant bars outside of group events are not included. 
If Did you, you say who's a- playing in this thing yet? Oh, no. There's none of that. So this, there's a pre-party that's happening next weekend for Fire Festival 2. It says here, we'll meet in Miami and take small planes and helicopters to the Keys. We'll spend the weekend taking flight lessons from Keith. <laughs> Who? Learning how to dive, how to high dive with Ellie Smart and High Dive Global. Global Free mm, free and lobster diving. MMA training Oceanside with a UFC fighter. And partying on the beach with a private concert. Not by anyone you know because there's no name listed here. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I mean, this thing is just, there's a lot happening here. $4,200 per person. <sighs> Y'all deserve whatever you get. I agree with you, Vin. Um, he did not say how many tickets were sold, only that the next time we hear from him, it'll be after his business partners make their official Fire Festival 2 announcement. It is, I don't have exact dates, but they're saying this festival will go down this December in the Caribbean. And the website, if you want to see this for yourself, is posh.vip slash e slash fire, spelled with a Y, fire festival. And you can check that out. And I, I just, I'm mystified as to how this guy is even allowed to talk about this anymore. He went to jail for the debacle that was the first one. What is, why are we letting him do that? Yeah, again? You, I don't know what kind of license you need, but you should not give that guy the license to do business. That should be part of his penalty. Right. Yes. So simple. So elegant. No, you can't. You are a shyster. It's been proven. Yeah, we're not giving you permits again. for that. The answer is no. Mm. But okay. Well, the people will, you know, take a chance on it. Take it sounds chance, like part chance. of the chance is chance, just to chance. be there when you get a cheese sandwich instead of an actual lobster. So they can go, look what I, we got. We were part yeah. of the, we got had too. Isn't it funny? Ha 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 ha. This guy keeps getting us. Okay. That's crazy. Uh, And I'm the dumb dumb. All right. right. Whatever you say. Well, like you said, you actually made a really good point, though. There are people who are like, I got to be at that. My my Instagram page needs that. I need to be the guy who is live casting from on my Instagram from From wherever the the hell. Right. Or the right. Looking at my styrofoam carton with a slice of lettuce and a slice of cheese. (laughs) Okay. Got to have it. Maybe he learned a lot from the last one, though, Vin, and it's going to be perfect. Next story, unless you want to talk more about the non-existent fire festival, the next story is about Taylor Swift. Oh, she's great. Isn't she? You know, Jack Antonoff thinks so. Surprise. Um, Jack, there's a great article in Variety, and I read the thing this morning, and I just thought, look, there's a few things that are takeaways from this that I really like for A, He's a friend and like is vehemently defending her and has mean things to say about her detractors. And I like all that kind of stuff. So Jack Antonoff has no time for anybody who is interested in slandering Taylor Swift's abilities as a songwriter. He says, questioning Swift's songwriting is, quote, like challenging someone's faith in God. You just don't go there. I'm a little bitch sometimes, but you come after my friend Taylor, you're toast to me. Hmm. Apparently, Damon, this is this was a while ago, actually. I, I remember seeing, I feel like most people ignored it and went, oh, that guy, he seems better. The guy from Blur and Gorillas, his name is Damon Albarn, and he pissed off the Swifties in like 2022. He told the LA Times that Swift doesn't write her own songs. 
He says, a really interesting songwriter is Billie Eilish and her brother. I'm more attracted to that than to Taylor Swift. It's just darker, less endlessly upbeat, way more minor and odd. I think Billie's exceptional. And he said that she didn't write her own songs, which simply isn't true. Al Barnes diss prompted Antonoff to take to Twitter at the time and say, I've never met Damon Albarn and he's never been to my studio, but apparently he knows more than the rest of us about all those songs Taylor writes and brings in. And then he said, Herb, which I'm not sure what that, what that means, but he wrote the word Herb, so okay. Um, in, his, in this new interview, he also talked about Kanye West saying, he just needs his diaper changed so badly. It's been a long time since I would have taken Kanye's call. I'm so incredibly bored when someone doesn't have the sauce anymore, so they go elsewhere to shock. It's just a remarkable waste of space. Which I really Okay. Well. Yeah. I also do not know. It is actually not yet confirmed that Antonoff helped produce this new surprise upcoming album. It's likely he's been her producer or at least helps on all these albums uh, and songwrite partners with her on everything since 1989. But I don't have a lot of information on the... It's not the Dead Poets Society. Oh, there it is. The Tortured Poets Department. Oh, that's right. Right. We're Mm -hmm. all very much looking forward to that. That's coming out on April 19th. And I don't, he didn't, I don't see any kind of confirmation about anything that he may or may not have done on this album. I'm going to say it's a pretty safe bet that he's involved. All over it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what have you got? Yeah. What have you got? Uh, basically, an article from Rolling Stone saying that Antonoff and Swift teams up again for their forthcoming oh, The Tortured Poets Great. Department. Yeah, this album. LA Times thing is saying that it's not confirmed, but eh, maybe it's a couple days old. I can understand him defending his cash cow, and I, I mean that in the nicest way. But yeah, of course, he works with Taylor Swift, and her albums never leave the charts. They get on, and they stay forever. They do. And in never. fact, they just broke the and Beatles never. record, who held the most... Most top 10 weeks, most weeks in the top 10 on the Billboard 200. Although the metric for measuring that is completely different now than it was when you actually had to sell a physical copy of something. She is probably the exception as far as selling millions of actual physical units. Like she's the only one. Some people will buy stuff, but people will buy multiples on hers. Every collector's edition, she's got some big fans. There's a I'm Swiftie one of them. on I love uh, There's a Swifty on Survivor this year. I know. He's cute. That puzzle that that, that they couldn't do. He flunked out. I love that little that team up, though. The the Harvard boy and the I don't know what he is. Guitar <laughs> guy. I don't know. He's Yeah, they were cute. That was kind of cute. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that other guy, the one who got booted, damn, what a quitter. What a quitter. But, but that kid, the, you know, the kid from Harvard, he, he says, I'm a Swifty with a smile on his face. And you're like, oh, he's totally serious. He loves He had Swifties. his Taylor Swift socks on, his yeah, Taylor he's... Swift underpants, <laughs> all the stuff. Totally his friendship bracelets. He had it yep, all. All into it. That's great. You know, when I was a little kid, we went to church every Sunday. And we were, I'm a recovering Catholic. Some of you may know this. Uh, we had to not dress. We, we weren't going crazy, but you dressed for church. There were certain, of course. you know, we did not wear shorts to church. We, you know, the girls in my family put on dresses and the boys put on a nice outfit with or with, you know, my brother, I think I remember him in a clip on tie or, you know, just a clean, neat button down shirt. We tucked in like we got dressed for church. That's simply what you did. The world is a way more relaxed place than it was back in those days. Um, 
And there's an article in like Country Life, which is a thing, and they talk about, can I wear this to church? So, Vinny, I, I know you go to church regularly, not every Sunday, but you're no, fairly... we don't go regularly. That would be I would be lying if I said that. But my family, my kids go to church school, like that. That's a that's a school that also does Bible teachings or whatever. I don't know. Oh. I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's a church. It... It's a private school. Oh, okay. I did it not cost, know we that. Pay, yeah, we pay money for them to go to elementary school. With Jesus. That's very sweet. Yep. So do people still wear their Sunday best to church? Or is everything pretty much fair game now? There, Here are some actual can I wear this to church questions that people have asked on sites like Reddit and Quora. And you tell me yes or no. Alex, do you do, you do church? Are you a church guy? I don't. Okay. I'm surprised because I would actually think that the Bazillion would be, you know, pr- real pretty Jesusy. Yeah, her mom is, and she's in the the realm. I probably like in the s- similar zone as like Vinny, something like okay. that. Yeah, like Easter and Christmas and yeah, once in a while. something. Yeah, once in a while, kind of thing. Something yeah. that's going on there. All right, I'm so, not inspired to go regularly, but I if the family says, "Hey, we're going, and we'd like you to come," I'm in. I don't I don't push back. When I was a kid, I did not want to go to church, and I to I I'm gonna let you do your bit, but I just think that if you were brought up like you and me, Sarah, where you're supposed to put on some nice clothes for church, then you probably still do that because you mm. grew up thinking that. That's my thought, anyway. I just it. I really feel like I I would if if I was going to church, I probably would have insisted on that. We would have church clothes like that. I remember we had church clothes. Like, put your freaking church clothes on. We're going to mass. I remember one happening. of the biggest things that I ever got in trouble for, and there's a long list of stuff, believe me. I was a rascal. But one of the I we were we pulled into the parking lot, we parked the car, we get out of the car, we're starting to walk into church, and as I'm walking through, you know, those little center islands that are in parking lots where there's some yeah. bushes or I was all Ugh. I just spit. spit. I didn't think anything of it. I'm a kid. I'm like, I don't know what I was. And I got grabbed by the neck so fast, you can't believe it. Now I was like, what? <laughs> just what I do? You do not spit. And I was like, okay. I had no idea that was. But there it is. There are people who consider church hollowed ground, and you dress up, and you mind your manners. There are others who are like, God loves everyone. Let's go. Yeah, so, so it that seems to be the wind is blowing in the God loves everyone vein at this point in time. And look, I don't know. I haven't been to church. And I mean, it's probably since the last wedding I was forced to go to a church through. So these this is a roundup, as in some of these are people asked, can I wear Crocs to church? And then people went. There are no right or wrong answers, but these are things. And then other people are like, I took a picture of this person in Uggs, which I feel like are around the house shoes. Uh, but maybe not. Uh, and then they, uh, and then the questions are asked. So there is no right or wrong, but here are just some of the things that I would like your okay. opinion. Yes or sure. no. Can I wear Crocs to church? That would be a no, Bob. How about Uggs? Now, wait. I should I should say before I answer this, in my mind, honestly, For you, I, yes. I wouldn't look twice at my kid if they came and put their Crocs. I would be like, God loves everyone. Everyone. So you and wouldn't you, put your foot down in your house even out, if, not if they... Not for one second. I mean, I wouldn't want their, you know, butts hanging out or, you know, 
I don't know. I can't think of anything racy that a third grader or fourth grader would well, do. But I'm I just do saying, have here a crop top. Yeah, I'd probably can you, say. You got to wear you, a crop top to, to church. How about you throw a t-shirt on? Let's go. I, about I just, a, what about a bikini? No, would you stop her from wearing a yeah, bikini. Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. How about the goth look, all black? Uh, yeah, you're fine. What? Yeah, I think that's fine too. Uh, yeah. What about sweatpants? Again, I would say it, we're going to church. God loves us all. Flip flops. That's that's fun in the communion line where you flip flop. Flip-flop, yeah, that's flip-flop. a tough one. But uh, <laughs> I, again, I feel like, and I'll tell you another thing. Okay. I don't know for sure, but I'm going to bet part of the reason there's even a debate is because churches have gotten more loose with, yes, please come. Please. Our attendance is way down. Please come. We need you. However you are, you get in here. Yeah. Yep. So Band I'm going to guess that's. So these are all things like these are roundups. So it's can I wear this or look what I saw at church? Is it wrong? Uh, band logo T-shirts, a cowboy hat, cowboy boots, which I feel like, OK, well, if you're wearing a cowboy outfit, you know, take your hat off in the <laughs> church. Right. But keep your cowboy boots on. That feels OK. A mini skirt. Jorts. What's jorts? That means it's not open on the bottom. So it looks like. Well, wait, a mini skirt. Jorts. George, is that like things? jeans, jeans, George or jeans jean shorts. shorts? Yeah. But a mini skirt can be also not have they there's like shorts underneath the mini skirt. Isn't so that actually, a skirt? That's what it would be, yes. So jort is like the denim version of It's that? a yeah, jean no, short. Den- okay, yeah, so it isn't a, it has nothing to do with the dress. Uh-uh. As far okay. as I know. It's just shorts. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh ripped jeans, jeans in general. People were bitching about football jerseys, which I feel like, you know, God obviously loves football. All those guys are like big ups to the big guy. So I feel like you could support your team in there on a Sunday. Why not? You can't wait to get out of there and go home and sit in front of the TV with your beer and your nachos. Uh, Halloween costume. Someone the kid goes Darth Vader. and There's a picture of that. And people are, you know, sometimes that's what it takes to get a kid out of the house without a complete meltdown. Yeah, go ahead. Put your costume on. Wear your fairy outfit. It's true. Uh, leggings and yoga pants are frowned upon. A kilt. Okay. Yoga pants have never made me frown, ever. Uh, some kids showed up in pajamas, so they're their parents. There are other people, I guess, were asking about this. Hawaiian shirts? What's wrong with a Hawaiian shirt? That's at least it's a button down. Stripper heels, a hoodie, a suit and tie. Some guy wanted to know if it's too formal now. And would it seem like he's trying to show off? A tie? A, su- a suit and tie. Oh, okay. you were, what are you doing trying to show us all up wearing a suit and tie to church? <laughs> well, no, I'm actually just trying to honor my Lord and Savior by dressing nicely in my The Sunday weird past. thing about the, like a suit and tie at church is, so do you put that on, you go to church, and then you come home and take that off and put it right back on the hanger for the next oh, yes. time? Yeah, those like are church you clothes. Cause, well, all right, but I mean, that's it's weird to just dress for the hour you're at the... You know, though, sometimes a lot of families will have like the Sunday brunch afterward or they go to Nana's house. Okay, afterward, that makes more you know, sense. Kind of dress up for that kind of stuff. Or maybe you've got family photos happening later that day. And so you end up taking that up. to the cleaners then and getting it. I guess so. I mean, you're not, you're not washing a suit in your. I don't think. I mean, does anyone throw those in the washing machine? Maybe no. there are ones that you can. You know what? I feel like I got a suit cleaned. for my wedding. Yeah. And I haven't seen it since. Did you rent it? 
No, I bought it, but I'm saying like that's uh, the the suit. I just can't. There's nothing that I do that would be like that I can think of where I'd go. Oh, thank God, I can get that suit out of there and put that on. Is it a black suit? I want to. You know what? I don't know what I wore. It's a nice suit. I know I went and got a nice one, and I got it fitted and you know the tailored or whatever. That's the right term. Someone else's wedding, somebody's funeral. Someday, yes. Those are the places where we seem to be wearing suits lately. Yeah, I I mean, I have like two dresses. One that I wear to one that I wear to (laughs) weddings where it's warm, and one that I wear to weddings where it's cold. You and I are the same dude. Too. I, I actually have a bunch of flowy pants I wear sometimes, too. Like, mm, I don't like this person that much. I'll just wear my pants. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, I'm completely out of time. I'm so sorry. I went late. Go ahead, Ben. What's coming up? Sword fighting day at school and more after these. Uh, <laughs> Sarah and Vinny on Alice. Have a very nice day at work. <laughs> Alice at 97.3. Good song. It's Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. Uh, Disney, Disney, Disney. Your next chances are 11.05 this morning with V. Hale and 5.05 with Janie. Listen for keywords. Text the keywords to 20357. And you'll be entered for a chance to win a four-pack of tickets to Disneyland. Plus, you'll be in the running for the grand prize. Incredible trip for four to the Disneyland Resort. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This house report is brought to you by Fremont Bank. With help from Fremont Bank Foundation, Open Heart Kitchen's new kitchen and dining room in Livermore recently opened its doors, serving some of the Tri-Valley's most vulnerable people. Learning why Fremont Bank Foundation helps our Bay Area neighbors. Oh, sorry. Learn why Fremont Bank Foundation helps our Bay Area neighbors by visiting FremontBank.com. These guys always updating their copy. So much so I can never get one memorized. <laughs> That's good. Always on the move. I like an update. Okay. Keeping your toes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. this is uh, ridiculous, but I thought, all right, we'll start with something stupid. It is a Friday, like right? stupid stuff. Yeah, let's yeah, have some fun. Yeah, let's go. 
Oregon woman earns Guinness World Record for the largest tongue circumference. Oh, we're talking girth here. Mm. We are talking girth. Jenny Duvander of Oregon is the only woman who can confidently say she has the largest tongue circumference in the world. And she has a plaque from Guinness to prove it. Mm. Now, she, it's kind of sweet that it's there's, there's also some perverted, you know, thoughts that would come to mind. But of yeah. she says that her right kid is the inspiration for this. She says, my son pours through the hardcover of the Guinness Book of World Records every year. My record is definitely inspired by his love of the facts and human abilities. But she was reading it one year and went. Look at that. There's a record for tongue circumference. Okay, hold on. I have to say that this lady, it looks like she has a a tongue-colored cucumber sticking out of her mouth. Like, it looks like she has one of those gigantic strawberries, like the GMO strawberries. That I mean, this is ridiculously... like. How does she even close her mouth around that thing? Hello? Where does it go? Call me later, please. I oh. just threw it out of the room. <laughs> I can't believe that thing started ringing. Oh, I'm so I could, sorry. I'm very confused as to whose phone that was. That was a landline here at my house. And, okay. I just, and it's kept under the desk. And so I hear it ringing. <laughs> I'm like, what in the hell? And so I, I answer. And then I picked it up. And, of course, that doesn't answer it. You have to hit the button. Got it. So I hit the button and threw it out of the room. No idea who that was. All right. Sorry well, there you go. Back, that, to, back to fat tongue girl. Go ahead. Yes. That is a huge tongue. It's out of control. It's a 5.21 inches around. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. They say here that's bigger than a beer can, but that is not true. I happen to know that's not the oh, case. What, but, how do you, what do you mean? Why do you know that? Because I remember we measured a Red Bull can, and that is six inches around. So a, a oh, beer can skinny. would be... And that, well, that's skinny by comparison for sure. Absolutely. Well, I'm saying that's that's skinny for a that's the, the Red Bull can is skinny. I think is what I'm trying to say. It's right, not the, compa- the regular yes. size of a of a beer can. Right, but the tongue is. You'd think that she, at the very least, snores a lot, right? There's a lot of tongue there. Lot. It, it looks like though, if she she's not one of those people. Like if she had an epileptic fit, she would not be able to fit that thing down. Like she could never swallow that tongue. <laughs> I don't know how it affects her <laughs> snoring, but there's no danger of that slipping down or anything. That thing is so it's it's enormous. It honestly looks like she has most of a fish in her mouth. Like it just and it just goes it. Flattens out side to side. I know. How does she fit? (laughs) How can she fit anything else in her mouth? Except maybe like one piece of spaghetti that she has to suck in through the side. (laughs) Like, how is she getting anything else in her mouth? That is enormous. It's grotesque. It actually looks like something very dirty. People think I'm turning it sideways until they realize it's that big all around. Mm. Oh, my God. It's, Big tongue, I, everyone. Congratulations. Sorry, I got to find her yeah. name again. Uh, Mrs. D- Jenny Mrs. Duvander. Tongue, mm. I'll post that up on the uh, Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. That's so just fun, right? I mean, well, come on. Man. If you guys want to be, see a big fat tongue, 
And uh, she doesn't say any kind of things that she's known for in the bedroom. There's no, it doesn't go there at all. It's just, this is my tongue. I have the most round tongue in the world. And she has a kid, although they can make kids without, you know, a man, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm donations. Certainly. So. I mean, you do actually, technically, you do need a man somewhere in I the I know, chain, but I'm just saying but, she could yeah. certainly be on the lesbian, you know, bar yes. crawls and they'd love her. Well, that she would be famous <laughs> among them. That's the first thing I thought of, you know, which is just terrible and so such. I, I live in the gutter, apparently. Yeah, you do. By the way, it's eight, almost eight and a half inches around a beer can. Yeah, there's definitely a difference yeah. there for sure. Yes. Okay. Great teachers find new and creative ways to help kids learn. And sometimes it doesn't always go well. A high school teacher in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is dealing with a lawsuit after a chemistry teacher thought having actual sword fights was a good idea. Oh. Yeah. It happened in 2022. This is ridiculous. But uh, a civil suit was just filed. Thank you. Welcome. She was doing a lesson on metal and melding and brought actual swords to class. I see. Hmm. One was thin European style rapia. The other was a samurai sword. Rapia. A rapier. Thin (laughs) European style. She had them rearrange their desks into a fighting ring and started a timer and the kids could battle it out for two minutes each. Oh, boy. Predictably, they got a little too into it and a 16-year-old ended up with a serious gash on her right wrist. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It severed multiple nerves and tendons and she had to have surgery. Oh. Well, you gave swords to teenagers. Who probably just had seven Cokes at lunch. Like, come on. Duh. This is so ill-advised. You know, honestly, when you buy, my my kid is a sword enthusiast, yeah, yeah. of all things. And we would go to Chinatown, and he'd be like, I gotta have that sword, I gotta have that sword. And so, you know, for Christmas and birthday, a couple years in a row, we got him these swords. But they're specifically unsharpened. Like, why is this lady bringing in sharpened swords? It just feels so dumb. According to the lawsuit, the teacher yelled, uh oh, I'm in trouble, and told everyone delete the footage from your phones. And they she they say here no one called nine one one for thirty minutes. She was fired, as you might guess, and the girl's family is seeking an undisclosed amount for the watch. Well, all right, I'm gonna head over to the Renaissance. It's in there, the name, auditions. teacher. You're supposed to know better, teacher. Yeah, teach part them of the whole thing. You're the to. teacher. Come on. If just bring in wooden swords or something. Oh, like, do something. That, like, I get it. I think it's fine. They're learning about metals and, you know, thing. okay, bring in paper. Everybody gets to make a paper sword and shield or something. I, it's just so dumb. What, this is one of those Reddits that uh, it yeah. shouldn't have lasted long because I know what the right answer is. But oh, okay. here's the question. It says, who would win in a fight? A 70-year-old or a 13-year-old? It hmm. really depends on the 70-year-old. And the 13-year-old. Yeah, it does. I, right. There are definitely those 13-years. I used to bike race against them that had mustaches and were fully grown. And I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, Jesus. <laughs> and they're going to kick grandpa's ass. But, but there I are grandpas say, who mm-hmm. can still pull that off. I would say the average 70-year-old grandpa... 
would throttle a 13-year-old straight onto his back with one punch before that kid even stopped peeing his own pants. I, I tend to agree with you. I really think, too, that 70 years of life, you've got a little savvy. You know what to look for. You you know you know some trick moves. Where a 13-year-old is just you know a belligerent jerk with raging hormones. Even, even 70-year-old man ego, a guy who was like, I peed seven times in the middle of the night. <laughs> Even that guy is like, there's no way this kid's taking me. Not a chance. Yeah, I'm like trying to pick. My, I think my dad at 80 could actually just I agree. force, you know, he'd bulldoze that guy. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, that's just one of those dumb things. I like okay. it. That's, that's a fun one. Our text number is 800-400-3697. Here's a few. Swallowing your tongue during a seizure is a myth. It's impossible. You can definitely bite it pretty hard, though. Ooh. She can't get her teeth around this thing. She can barely get no, it out of her mouth. It's all she has beef. to really push. So, yeah, it's beefy. It, is, it, looks like a, it does look like a big hunk of pork or something. Like a ham hock or something. It's bad. Uh... Dang, this church thing sounds super judgy and a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're supposed to dress yeah. for church. I mean, we've all seen Little House on the Prairie. Even they had church clothes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Church clothes. We aren't churchgoers, but we're headed to Italy for spring break. I've learned no bare shoulders and knees covered for all Catholic churches. Oh, yeah, you I can see they're them. probably yeah. Roman Catholic. Yeah, I would bet. They're probably they're a little strict more strict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here... They're like, yeah, you know, just be sure you have hands and arms mm-hmm. and can contribute to the bucket that we pass right. around. Just as, do you have your checkbook on you? Oh, that's, you're fine. Come on in. Uh, Vinny, yoga pants would definitely distract you from what you're supposed to be there for. Well, everybody's seated. Uh, other than that, you know, there is that part where you're, everyone stand, everyone yeah. kneel, everyone sit. Right. And you, when you but finally also, get back to your every, butt, you're like, everyone control Whoa. yourself. You know, I okay, it gives you something to think about in church other than whatever the preacher's saying. I say, yay, yoga pants. Let's wear them. To the point of how you dress for church, the perspective has always been God does love everybody, but if you believe God is who he is, it's like visiting a king. How would you dress? Oh, All right. well, there it is. There's something. He is your Lord. Come on, I got a sleigh in my crop top to church. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> what about a pregnancy belly to church? I'm going to say no. She can't wear that to mm. church. No. Right. At least not now. She's so young. <laughs> People are like, what is happening at that house? What's going on? Maybe when she's like 15, you know, old enough for teen mom. <laughs> God loves everyone. Mm. Even teen mom. Uh, Oh, boy, it's time for a game. Okay. Here we go. This one is called The Ten Most Watched TV Show Finales of All Time. There are some easy ones in here and some others that I think I'm going to get you guys on. Uh Oh. So it's time to play a game. I have the ten most watched TV finales of all time, and you just have to tell me. I'll give you two, and you have to tell me which one had the most viewers. Okay. By the way, these are – it's actually – all of these are at least 20 years old. It's crazy. Which is, to me, kind of surprising. All of them are already 20 years All old. Of them okay. are, That's oh, a good clue. Oh, yep, there you go. All right. Here's your first pair. And uh, let's see. I'm going to make Alex go first on this one. 
If you know the answer for sure, Brenda and I were talking about this. You know, guys, if you know the answer for sure, you might not want to sound super sure about it if you have to go first. Just oh, a little hint good from point. Your, okay. Your friendly, mm-hmm. you know, oh, friendly you neighborhood game. All right. You're welcome. Okay. Sure. Here's number one. Was it MASH from 1983 or Cheers in 1993, which seems late to me? Uh, which of those had more viewers for their finale? And Alex, you have to go first. MASH? You're saying mash. Yeah. Oh, with a question, Deb. Well done, my Oh, friend. nice. Anybody else want to jump on that? I'm saying cheers. You solidly. Cheers. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. solidly cheers. Mash? <laughs> the correct answer is mash. Oh, by like mm. by like twenty five million. Good job, Vinny. Right. Oh, thank yeah. you. Hun- hundred and five this is actually you, the nu- the <laughs> number one finale. TV finale of all time was MASH. In 1983, 105.9 million people watched it. And when Cheers ended, still very substantial. It's the number two. Uh, 80 million people watched it. All right, here's your next one. The Fugitive from 1967 or Seinfeld from 1998. And Alex, oh, Britain has to go first on this one. Britain, you got to go first. Uh, Is it The Fugitive from 1967 or Seinfeld. I'm going to have to go Seinfeld. I just... Vinny, right. Alex? Seinfeld? <laughs> uh, Seinfeld? No, it's a fugitive. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, the fugitive in 1967 had 78 million people watching the finale, which you'd think Seinfeld would easily beat. No, nah, mm-hmm. it's uh, the fugitive's number three. Number four on the list is Seinfeld with 76 million. Oh, man. <laughs> Next up. All in the Family from 1979 or Friends from 2004. Vinny, you have to go first. Friends? <laughs> Bryn has no, no points, anyway, by the way, everyone. Oh, but Bryn got one. He just got the last one, right? I just got the last one. You didn't. All, all three of you said No, all he, three said, of you said he said uh, Fugitive. Did he, Vinny? I'm not the host of this game show. Don't ask me what he said. I'm doing all. Trying to pay attention. I'm doing all the lifting over here. Did Brent, Did Alex? I'm did, pretty sure he said the fugitive. Yeah. No, I said Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see? Oh, okay. That was my, oh my bad. God, Alex, you're you're really effing with my mind. I know. I'm days. sorry. You know, your math is always off, so I just assume. <laughs> yeah. No, you're always you know, off wrong that about time, that. So. But I think I got a handle on this. All right. So, let's see. Vinny has to go first. Is it All in the Family from 1979 or is it Friends from 2004? And Vinny said Friends, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Go ahead, kids. Yes? I'm going to (laughs) go All in the Family. All in the Family? It's Friends. Friends. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Is the number five most watched finale uh, from 2004. 52 million people watched it. And All in the Family was 40 million. That's the eighth most watched. It's a dumb game. Shut up. You're just not winning. <laughs> you don't like it because you're not winning. <laughs> Vinny's winning right now, by the way. Good job, Vinny. Uh, Alex, you, you got to go first on this one. Which was a bigger finale? Series finale. Magnum P.I. in 1988 or The Cosby Show in 1992? Which of those was bigger? Magnum P.I. or The Cosby Show? Magnum P.I. Brand, Benny? Cosby? The Cosby Show. You both saying Cosby Show? Yeah. 
Magnum P.I. Let's go. Nice, crazy. I'm going for the win, baby. You know what? (laughs) You're tied. It was a time, and you probably, if you've watched Blue Bloods, you're like, that guy? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. There was a time when he was the hottest dude in the country, if not world. Yeah, everybody's mom was really into that guy. Loved that dude. Uh, 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 Like, even Sandy would get all riled up with her friend Carol across the street talking about Tom Selleck. (laughs) Carol was such a name among moms. That's so funny. Oh, yeah, Carol Delson. Rest in yeah. peace, Carol. We had Carol Gallagher right next door. I don't know oh, if yeah? she's still alive. Yeah, it's crazy. My mom's friends. I, was, I remember them standing out in the backyard talking over the back fence. And Carol uh, Gallagher, I wanted to be her. She was like adorable, a little petite lady. And, and she's standing there. And she's talking to my mom. And she, and she just has her hand up like, you know, like a, like uh, just flopped her hand over. Like, yeah, so I told, you know, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought, oh, she is so cool. Ah. Look at that. Look at that hand motion. All right, here's the final one. And guys. Bryn has no points, so don't worry about him. It's down to Vin and Alex, and I and one of you, you'll either tie it or one of you will pull ahead. Uh, Bryn, you do have to answer first, though. Here we go. Okay. Family Ties from 1989 or Home Improvement from 1999, which of those had more viewers for their series finale? Family Ties or Home Improvement? Family Ties. All right. I'm going to go home improvement, Bob. All right. I'm going for the win, so I'm going to go family ties. Family ties is the correct answer. And Alex, oh, with a score of three to Vinny's two to Bryn's one, is our winner. Congratulations. Happy Friday, you guys. Another great week of radio. Thank you. Thanks to you, to Vinny and Brinny and Alex for everything this week. I just love Thank our you. little show. Yeah. And thanks to everybody Thank listening to it. It's just a good one. And have a wonderful weekend. And we'll see you back here on Monday. Thank you. All right. Hello. Listen, think about this. You're waking up with Sarah and Vinny. I love it. Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.